Welcome back. Rudrance for Black and White Network. Well, you never know what is going to come out of a radical liberal entertainer's mouth. And sadly, that's exactly what John Cougar Mellencamp has become. Now he just goes by John Mellencamp. He's went by, I think, a dozen different names. Johnny Cougar, John Cougar, John Cougar Mellencamp, John Mellencamp. Is there any more? Who knows? Who the hell can keep up? I'm not even going to act like I haven't been a fan because in the 80s, I think I owned four or five of his albums. I kid you not. And I feel like he's another one of these entertainers that made his money off the backs of common sense, more conservative, certainly more right-leaning Americans. And he's also one of these guys that has turned his back on common sense Americans with absurd comments and statements that are based in absolutely no fact whatsoever. But I feel like he's one of these radical white liberals now that that it's almost like I'm going to speak on behalf of black people and say really dumb statements that if you are speaking to black people, then you are just out and out lying to them. You're trying to supercharge them up for some reason over a completely false narrative. Keep in mind, we are in a society today where a basketball player, LeBron James, a black guy, is worth over a billion dollars. Let us not remember, he was not a one, but a two-term president in a black Barack Obama. But yet, people like John Mellencamp go out there and make statements like this that is just bullshit. I mean, there's no other way to put it. It's shovingly shoving a load of cow manure out to everybody. It's horseshit. It's just absurd. And it's based in no fact whatsoever. But he could be blamed, somebody like him could be blamed for trying to radicalize black people. I mean, this is the dumbest statement, one of the dumbest statements since this channel has started. And there's been a lot of dumb statements from a bunch of dumb liberals out there. Let me tell you, this is Breitbart. He was on with Bill Maher. I like Club Random. I like Real Time. I like Bill Maher. I don't always have to align politically with somebody. I have watched real time for 30 years. Ever since Politically Incorrect first started. I've been honest about that. I think Bill Maher is funny, plain and simple. And oddly enough, Bill Maher's politics are getting closer and closer to mine every day. I never thought that would happen. All right? I didn't need Bill Maher his politics to align with mine because the fact is he would have somebody like kid rock on his club random or like trace Atkins on his actual real time show. He's been very critical of Democrats and liberals and progressive for not being willing to go on conservative news networks and talk to them. He's been very critical of that over the years. And, uh, of course, he used to go on very regularly on Fox News back in the day before Fox News turned to the dark side. Huh. Let's get to this. This is nuts. John Cougar, Mellencamp, only 1% to 2% of black people in modern America have better lives than slaves. 
I mean, this is one of the most absurdly ignorant comments you will ever see. And I know Breitbart tried to call him an 80s rocker, but look, he had a top 10 album just a few years ago. He's had 10 top 10 albums on debut. Mellencamp is a multiple, multiple, multiple hit winner. All right, when it comes to his music, he is. But just like Bruce Springsteen, who again made his money on the backs of conservatives and Republicans over the year, John Mellencamp has turned into a triggered radical. 80s rock singer John Mellencamp says that nearly all blacks in America today are no better off than they were during slavery. Wow. Okay. Appearing on Bill Maher's Club Random Podcast, the Jack and Diane singer made the outrageous claim that only 1-2% to of black people in America have it any better than the slaves did 200 years ago. Fortunately, Bill Maher didn't sit idly by and let the white rock singer make such a ridiculous proclamation without a challenge. While addressing the issue, Mellencamp claimed he wrote a song he never produced Blasting sports as another form of slavery. What the hell? Okay, I did not know this. I wrote a song that I never recorded because I thought it was wrong, but it was called From the Fucking Cotton Fields to the Playing Fields. My point is, yes, so what? Us as white people love to have black people entertain us, Mellencamp told Marr. You do realize there are whites and Hispanics and Asians that play professional or amateur sports? You moron! You... Oh, my goodness. Wow. Unbelievable. Okay. All right. Keep it together, Rhodes. I want to cuss him up one side and down the other, but I'm, I'm going to hold it together here. God, that's ignorant. But Mar disagreed and said that a playing field is far better than a cotton field. That's a freaking fact. A lot better. Quote, I would say that playing fields are a lot better than cotton fields. That's what I would say about that. Maybe I'm crazy, John, but it seems like making no money as a slave picking cotton, it was not as good as playing left field for the Yankees, Mars said. No shit. No shit. Unbelievable. Mellencamp followed that absurd assertion that only 2% of blacks are better off today than they were as slaves 200 years ago. Dear God. Dumb. No doubt there is 1-2% to of black people in America whose life is better. Uh, Have a better life, the small town singer exclaimed. Marr was shocked by the radical left-wing singer's claim and replied, Oh, stop. That's what you think. 1-2%. to He said, okay, let's say 10%. I'm just pulling the number out of my ass, Mellencamp admitted. You surely are. You're going to need a plug to keep the shit in your ass after that one. That is ridiculous. Do you see how this works? Let me go on a very popular podcast, and Bill Maher is doing killer numbers killer numbers on that podcast let me go on this and say something this damn stupid 
Bill Maher joked that Mellencamp's numbers, quote, belong in his ass and added, I'm telling you, that's just not true. Maher is right, of course, indeed, while blacks have reached the middle classes at a lower rate than whites, it isn't a terribly big gap. Hell no. I mean, there are, there are white people that struggle all over this country. That's the thing that always gets lost. The media doesn't talk about that. According to Pew Research, about half of all racial groups are in the middle class in America. 47% of blacks and Asians have achieved middle class status. In comparison, 49% of Hispanics and 52% of whites had also reached that economic strata. So we're talking about per 100, a very small difference. A very small difference. When nearly half of America's blacks living in the same economic conditions as almost the same percentage of whites. Mellicant's claim that only 2% of blacks are better off than slaves seems just a bit suspect. Suspect? It's absurd. It's straight jacket worthy is what it is. I mean, you got some mental health issues. I might play a little clip from this. If we take Mellencamp's blather seriously, for instance, that would mean that half of America's white people live no better than slaves either. I'm Irish, so, I mean, uh, could I claim that? I mean, I'm just wondering. Or let me guess. Because, you know, Irish were slaves, so, you know, that's a thing. Nobody wants to talk about that either. Do I, do I get some reparations? Do I get that? Just wondering. I wrote a song that I never recorded because I felt it was wrong, but it was called From the Fucking Cotton Fields to the Plague Fields. Yeah. So my point is, is that, yeah, so, so what? We, well, we, I would say I, that... The, us, us white people love to have black people entertain us. I would say that the playing fields are a lot better than the cotton fields. That's what I would say. About <laughs> that. Maybe I'm crazy, John. But it seems like making no money as a slave picking cotton, was it was not as good as playing left field for the Yankees. Well, uh, I mean, I'm sure there were, uh, you know, reasons why... Listen, I mean, listen, Dave no, Winfield no, has some no, beefs against no Steinbrenner, I'm no sure. No doubt there is one or two percent of black people in America who have a better life. Oh, stop. That's what you think? One or two percent? Okay, let's say ten percent. I'm just not, pulling a number out of my ass. It is. That's where it belongs. Hey, I just <laughs> pull a number out of my ass. I know, but I'm telling you, that's that's just not true. God, it's absurd. It's a, it's absurd. It's dangerous. That that kind of rhetoric is dangerous. That's, that's literally John Mellencamp. Congratulations. You're Al Sharpton and Joy Reid. Wow. Can you, I mean, can you believe that? I'm going to go on this show that this, this episode, I'm sure will end up getting hundreds of thousands of views and I'm going to make this dumb ass comment like this. And look, it, this is Mark Hamill worthy, Alyssa Milano worthy, Keith Oberman worthy, Joy Reid, Al Sharpton, Ben Crump. I mean, all the appropriate race baiters that you can possibly think of. The radical progressive, progressive nutbag wokes that just randomly spout numbers without any actual data. This is right up there. This is some of the most insane crap I've ever heard.
only 1% to 2% of black people have it better than they did when they were slaves. God, that seems so insulting. That seems so insulting to black people. It's insulting to everybody's intelligence. You know, I give Bill Maher credit. I mean, he has always pushed back on this kind of bullshit when it's just nuts. But this is utterly insane. It truly is. My God. I, I got to tell you, that's that's crazy. I feel bad. I mean, you can't take back the album sales because, yeah, I I owned at least... Let's see, I think I owned four albums he had in the 80s, and then one he came out with in like 94, 95 that had a big, big hit on there. And then maybe a couple of greatest hits albums in there too. Because, yeah, he's got about 30 songs that were hits. Far, far from a one-hit wonder. Absolutely a... um, I mean, he's he's a big, big-time musician that had a massive career. But just like Bruce Springsteen, he totally turned his back on one side of America, the side that I would argue funded his ass all these years. It's sad. It's sad. You know, it's weird because I, I would have thought, and look, I don't know what Bruce Springsteen's politics were 20 years ago. I don't. Okay, I don't know what John Cougar Mellencamp's politics were 20 or 30 years ago. I don't. I would assume, evidently, both both of them had very liberal politics. But it's weird because you would have thought those were the kind of guys that would have just been opening for Trump now at a Trump rally. Like, John, John Cougar comes out on stage before Trump comes out. You know? Ain't that America? Mm, yeah, I mean, just Jack and Diane. All of that kind of thing. And now, oh, no, Trump, Trump. Oh, the Hitler? That's the kind of crap that comes out of these people's mouths. It's messed up. It really is messed up. I'm going to tell you. Tell me what you think, Black and White Network supporters. Anytime I get something like this, I'm going to totally, I'm going to expose it. I'm just going to bring it out right here. This this is what this dumbass entertainer had to say. And, you know, I try to not do the whole, I'm going to, because, you know, I've long since spent my money on John Mellencamp. The only thing this won't do now or, or will do now from a perspective of, of, of what it will cause me to not do or won't do is spend money on a show. I won't ever... And he would have been one of the guys I would have liked to have seen. There was a time. I'd really love to see Bruce Springsteen. I won't spend a dime on either one of them. I just won't. Peace. I'm out. Till next time.